episode 138. And welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. Hey, if you like alternative pop rock, it's one of my faves. We're out in St. Paul, Minnesota today to visit with a man who knows how to write the right song, pick the proper producer, and market to the right masses. He is the engine behind Radio Drive and has won international awards, nominations for his songs and music videos. The music of Radio Drive is being aired on radio around the world alongside major artists and is receiving rave reviews by music critics. Radio Drive has been featured on websites and radio shows in Europe, Canada, and the USA. Hey, let's strap up our seatbelts for the music and tales of Radio Drive featuring Kevin Gullickson. We have got some great news for you. There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed with scripture delivered by Chaplain Christine Mercy, along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth. And just in time, behold, it's the brand new album from Mercy titled, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us, it's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new album is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Just recorded in the Music City on the world-famous Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the album or pick up the actual CD copy of I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes and ears open for the live performance tour of Mercy coming soon. Featuring Come, Amen, Bless You. I'm afraid it is finished. And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious. Available right now. Go to Amazon, iTunes, or CD Baby and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Today, we got Kevin Gullickson with us. Um, man, it is like we had to overcome some unbelievable techno challenges, but here we are, brother. Welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Thank you, James. It's so cool to connect with you. Um, I'm just honored and thrilled to, to be on your show. Yeah, listen, dig your music and love the backdrop you have created. For those of you folks who are checking us out on video with all the guitars behind, man, you are in the studio. It is banging. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah I, I, uh, we just bought this house a couple months ago, and the first thing I did is I um, um, took one of the rooms and made it into a studio. So I've got soundproofing all around. I've got my wall of guitars. Um, this one here, by the way, is uh, autographed by B.B. King. Oh, man, look at it, stacking the cool now. You're getting us yep. all jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yep. My mother-in-law won at uh, a contest up in Rochester, New York, one of those radio call, you know, the first caller. Um, so she won tickets uh, to B.B. King, got to meet him, got an autographed guitar. Uh, and she had it for like five, ten years and said, Kevin, I know that you will appreciate this far more than me. Uh, so she blessed me with that, and it's been hanging right there in a place of honor right wow in the middle. i can only see from the from the lower pickup down that body is it an es what kind of guitar is it yeah it's um the lucille oh it is okay yeah nice okay bringing it off the wall we're off the wall already and we just started man that is yeah, beautiful I know. It's really really nice so it's an it's epiphone beauty. is it what, what's that it's an epiphone yeah, yeah, it's the nice, episode, uh nice. copy. Yeah, yeah, the Lucille. Same, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. And you got yeah. some other treasures. Hey, where are you in the country right now? Like, what, where are you living? Yep, um, it's in Lakeville, Minnesota. It's a suburb of St. Paul. Okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, congratulations on the house, by the way. Nothing like you. having your own home with your own studio in your own home. Nothing like that, right? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a yeah. blessing. <laughs> hey, I want to talk to you a little bit about, um, you had the, the, the good fortune to work with Stuart Epps and his name keeps coming up. And you know what? Oh. I got it. I don't know Stuart from, from a hole in the wall, but I, I, I got to tell you, I got to admire the guy because, you know, with all of the legendary work he's done with all the great artists, he's working with people who are, and I say this with the greatest respect, relative unknowns, um, yep. it, you know, comparatively to, to some of the, the monuments that he's worked with. Yeah. And uh, it just shows that the guy loves what he does and he's out there making a difference in the younger indie artist careers. So how did you happen to connect with Stuart? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we connected through a music community called Music X-Ray, probably okay. about five, six years ago. Uh, he exp expressed interest in my music, and we talked about doing a project together. Um, unfortunately, at the time, I wasn't able to make it happen, uh, things being what they were. So um, we revisited uh, back in early 2015, probably about May, April or May, um, he said, Kevin, I came across your song, Humanity. I really love what you're uh, saying in the music, in the lyrics. I want to work with you on this. So this time, I had to make it happen. I felt bad that I you couldn't the first time around, but it's like, Stuart, whatever it needs to happen, we're going to make it happen. Right. So with the brilliant... Uh, you know, technology on the internet. I recorded parts at my studio, sent the tracks to Stuart, and we talked about it. Uh, we had a few Skype calls and lots of emails. He still um, works he in the UK, right? Oh, I'm sorry, what's that? He still works in the UK, right? Yes, yep, exactly. Yeah, okay. yep. So yeah, so we're sending him, you know, overseas. Um, and he asked what kind of sound I was looking for, and I told him I love the work that he did with Oasis. Yeah. Uh, Wonderwall, one of my favorite songs. Oh, right. Yeah. So he said, okay, if you want to match that or get close to it, here's what we got to do. So, you know, I added an acoustic guitar, changed the piano sound, um, did a few other things. Um, he worked his magic on his end and added some bits. Um, his wife, Juliet, and Stuart did some background singing and filler stuff, which was really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, he just came out with a fantastic finished product. Um, and you're right, when I was talking to him, um, and I've read in interviews as well, his philosophy, he's all about helping indie artists, folks getting started that normally would not have access to a major producer. Right. So it's just kudos to him for reaching out to, uh, you know, the indie artists and, and the little people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to reach out to him because... Uh, you know, every once I'm I'm mostly dedicated to singer songwriters. However, um, every once in a while, if I can get somebody like him, it's it's such an inspiration to other artists around the world yeah. who are trying to you know break through to that next level. And that's what this show is all about. So let's give everybody a taste. What do you say? It's time for some footsteps. Here we go. Check this one out. <laughs> You can all after midnight, I'm on my way. I heard it in your voice. 
baby all right so tell us the backstory on that one kevin footsteps what made you write it what's the story about it and where where did you record this one yeah kind of a simple story it it really um came about because of the guitar riff at the start of the song you hear the guitar riff so i was you know jingling around with that and you know came up with the the chords for the verse and chorus and just Kind of a simple song, kind of that knight in shining armor going to rescue the damsel in distress. Right, you right. Know, we all got to do that, right, to have a chance. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, he makes the road trip at, you know, the middle of the night and gets there at dawn, you know, to be with his girl. Right. So pretty simple. Um, but I recorded it at my home studio and sent the finished tracks to G&J Audio. They're actually out in Jersey. Okay. Uh, work with Gene Paul, who is the son of the legendary Les Paul. Wow. That's he, yeah. You know, if you go in his place, you probably can't leave for an hour because you got to pull oh. stories out of him, right? I mean, oh, what, I a, know. It's what a legacy, man. Yeah. Like a so, lot of people I mean, that don't know, some of the younger folks out there that don't know that, that Les Paul actually invented for the lack of a better word, multi-track recording where you sing with yourself. I mean, he was the guy who was at the forefront of all of that, you know? I mean, he oh, is, yeah. he was an inventor. He was like a Thomas Edison music guy. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Yeah, and, and not to mention, of course, the electric guitar, oh, uh, inventing God, the yeah. electric guitar. Right, right. <laughs> that was, you know, and, and I'm overlooking that. Like, it, that was the biggest thing ever, you know? Yeah. And uh, then Leo Fender got involved. But, I mean, th- it's such groundbreaking work, you yeah. know? And what would it be like to be his son? I can't even imagine being around that world, you know? Oh, I know. So yeah, he, he's, so he's he got, got into the whole thing, right? He's he's doing mixing. Yeah. Does he do producing, too? Or what, what's his thing? Just a little bit of everything? Um, you know, it's a good question. I, I know, um, you know, mixing and mastering. Um, he's won Grammy Awards. Um, so, wow. yeah, he's definitely have his hand in a little of everything but yeah um, i gotta reach out to him that'd be great since i'm i'm yeah. probably a neighbor of his and don't even know it you know we're i know both in yeah, Jersey. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 the process do you do your own tracks in your own studio outside of the stewart um the stewart um you know a thing that happened to you like what how do, how is your process is it different every time you know it's um yeah i've got my studio i i use um you know, uh, samplitude for, for my, uh, recording software and I've got a keyboard. So I incorporate MIDI. I'll usually come up with like the idea and capture that and then start building on top of that. Uh, maybe with a keyboard part or a rhythm guitar part, making changes along the way. And, um, I do play all the instruments, so I'll grab my bass guitar, which is right over there. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, add that come time. Um, I did have a drum set, so I'm going to let you in on a little secret. The drums are actually um, superior drummer tune tracks. Okay. So I do program them, but the interesting thing, since I used to play drums and was almost professional at one point as a drummer, um, I 
know how to think like a drummer. So when I'm programming it, I think to myself, okay, how would I be playing it? What kind of feel? What kind of fills? And so I work all that in into the song to, to make it sound like a natural drummer playing. So you are a drummer. I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the cool thing, you know? It's like you are a drummer, so it's like... All right, I got this, man. I don't yeah. have to think, you know, about what would the drummer do. Like, I, I yeah, never, exactly. I never touch the drums. I mean, for for maybe framing out a song, you know, putting up wireframes, what I call. But uh-huh. uh, but I leave that to the drumming guys like you. Go ahead. What would you do here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you've been on uh, you've you've been on some radio shows in Europe, Canada, and the U.S. Your music is making its way. It's making the rounds. It seems. So how do you yeah. get? on these stations, what's going on? What are you doing that you can share with us as to um, how to kind of promote your career? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know, as, as an indie artist, you have to wear all the hats. Yeah. So, you know, I put on the hat to write the song. I put on the hat as the engineer to record it, um, you know, and the producer hat, unless I'm working with Stuart Epps or somebody, which I, I know my limits and I know their gifts. So I, I'm working with producers as often as I can. But when the finished song comes back, I put on the promoter's cap and just start, you know, uh, contacting radio stations, uh, web signs, online magazines. Um, You know, Twitter is great, just doing Google searches. So over the last several years, I've made lots of connections. And so the cool thing, when I have new music, I've already established those connections so I can reach out. Um, There's some amazing people you know, in the UK, over in, in Europe, uh, Canada, and the States, huge supporters. And so whenever I've got something going on, they'll write about it on their website or, or add the song to their rotation. So it, it's taken a, a long time to get to this point, but, um, you know, I've got some really good momentum. Great, man. Congratulations on that. And tell me the difference, you. what you feel about um, the European experience of what you just described comparatively to the good old USA. Do you feel like they're more receptive to an American in Europe? Is that, is that Do you think you have that going for you? You know, it's funny you mention that. I, I hear that all the time. Like in America, we're always looking to, to Europe for music. And then yeah. Europe, they're always looking to America for music. So you're right, that novelty of an American over in Europe, you know, does add some value, should we say. Um, and the same over here in the States, you know, you've got a band out of out of England. It's like, oh, great, let's put them on the show. Let's hear them, you know. Yeah. So, in my mind, yeah, that, that still that hasn't, it still hasn't changed. That's been around for like 30 or 40 years. Like that, that whole, that mindset of, it's yep. more attractive when it's across the pond from either direction. I mean, yeah. you could go back to the Beatles listening to the guys from the 50s. They were listening to B.B. King and they were listening to, yeah. you know, all the blues guys, you know, John Lee Hooker and, and the Stones went, went through that whole thing too, listening yeah. to like what's hot in America, you know? And then, of course, it gets recycled and comes back to us in the form of the Beatles, and we're raving about it. And then, you know, it kept on happening. I think it was uh, like the Stray Cats in the in the early 80s. Like, they couldn't get arrested in Long Island. They ran over to England, and, like, all of a sudden, it's like, what? who are these guys? These guys are hot, man. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. the English, it took the English or the UK, the British, to appreciate uh, the Stray Cats from Long Island. So I don't know, man. It's kind of a mystery, but I kind of dig it. I like it. It's funny you mention that, because I remember seeing the Stray Cats in concert. They warmed up for the Stones, and they got booed. Yeah, and then, you know, it's just, it just... You know, again, there's so many stories like that. Prince was booed off the stage when he first came out. Um, And, you know, for people to be, um, or artists to embrace their art form and their creativity and keep going after that, you know, pounding, uh, Mm. all that disrespect, you know, I I admire all those guys for just, you know, saying, well, the hell with it. I'm just going to, I'm going to keep going because this is what I do, you know, and, and eventually, the crowd finds them, you know, and says, oh yeah, this, what what was I missing here? Like when I was a kid, I didn't understand Jimi Hendrix. It took me like 10 years. Like I knew he was like wild, but I just didn't, I didn't get it. You know, maybe maybe I was a little young or whatever, but 
And then finally, it takes me a while, but 10 years later, I'm like, wow, this guy is like amazing. <laughs> yeah, where were you? Under a rock? That, that's usually my, my thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, but, well, hear, yeah. but at any rate, I don't care where it comes from as long as it keeps on coming, you know? Um, totally. It's a beautiful thing. Hey, I think we got to check out another one. This one is called Humanity. Check this one out. Here we go. Such a cool song, Humanity. Thank um, you. You know, this this one's a Stuart Epps uh, production. And tell us first and foremost about the song and, and the writing of it, Kevin. Like, what's the, the theme behind it? Um, 
for our for our listeners who are just catching up with it, what is the song? You know, what inspired you to write it, and what's the message behind it? Yeah, it's um, you know I wrote it about five years ago, and um, uh, you know Stuart Epps came across it through a music community and really liked it and said he wanted to do this song. Um, that was back in 2015, so we redid it. Um, but yeah, it's just basically about, you know, we're all one family, um, just setting aside differences and, um, just kind of a simple message, just kind of getting along, you know? Um, it's so funny. We were just talking offline there about politics, not belonging on Facebook. And then this is what the song's about. So, uh, the irony there is, is, you know, it's right to the point. So, yeah, I mean, we're all one family, you know? Right. Um, and you know, let's look at the things that, you know, the common elements in our lives that, that brings us together, you know, love, hope, unity. Um, cause you, we can disagree agreeably, you right. know, um, it's okay. Everybody can have their own opinions, but, but there's no need to fight about things. And, um, so, you know, just maintaining that, that unity as one big family, um, you know, so Stuart got behind the message, um, He's all about that. He was he was so impressed with the message of the song, um, you know, and the music and everything. So um, we actually connected about five years ago. He wanted to work with me on a project. Um, circumstances didn't permit. So we kept in touch and he contacted me early in 2015, um, probably about March, I should say, in 2015, um, said, I came across this song. I want to redo it. I really believe in the message so, um, through the beauty of the internet, I recorded the parts at home, sent him the files and, you know, he reworked them. Um, I love his work that he did with Oasis. And right. I said, boy, if we can do something like that, um, you know, Wonderwall, one of my favorite songs. Um, so, uh, he said, okay, let's do this. We're going to have an acoustic guitar. We're going to change the piano sound. And so I reworked things at my studio, sent him the tracks um, he added some stuff and his wife, uh, Juliet added some, some harmonies and actually my wife and daughter had some harmonies on there too. Whoa, um, this is a, this is a family thing here, man. Yep. This is a family <laughs> song, you know, on both sides of the pond. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, kind of that little homage to the Beatles, you know, that all you need is love, you yeah. know, that little bit in the middle. So very cool. Very cool. You got a kick out of that too. You know, I've been a fan of his for so many years and I didn't really know about, you know, I wasn't paying attention to the producers like I was, you know, much, much as a much younger guy used to look all the time, but you know, George Harrison, Bill Wyman, Jimmy Page, Oasis as, as you mentioned in, and uh, I I think he's Elton John and like his, his list goes on and on. Right. I mean, it's got like dozens and dozens of, not just artists, but really, really um, marquee, um, big player artists. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell us more about the re- the working relationship with Stewart. Has you, you know, got deeper into the project, and and like, how many songs did you do total with him so far? Is it just just a one tune, or did you do just a bunch one tune? Yeah, uh, you know, I'd love to work with him again. So, you know, putting together. Um, you know, the means to do that, but he's so accessible, right? Uh, such an amazing person. And we had some Skype calls and lots of emails and, um, he got, you just want to show up to his studio and say, I got to see your world, man. (laughs) Yeah. What goes on in that place? You know, (laughs) that's what I'd be digging. I'd be, I'd try to make a trip out and say, look, even if it's just for an afternoon vocal session, I want to watch you, uh, work and pick your brain and, you know, learn all your craft, you know, it got to be pretty cool. It's genius. Yeah. yeah. Just the wealth that he's got in his history and everything. Yeah. I'm just so honored to have worked with him. Yeah. Hey, tell me a little bit about Kevin, about social media and what do you do with social media to help, you know, advance your career, let people know about you. What are your favorite platforms um, that that you do or are you even doing social media? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay. that's, that's another cap you got to put on, you know. Because uh, I've had people on this show, I've had dinosaurs, man, who say, what? Nah, I don't bother with that. And I'm like, I'm yeah. laughing because I'm, I'm saying, all right, I know this guy's like in his 60s, but still, you, you got to do this stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, you're right. You know, like putting on each cap, the songwriter cap, the producer cap, you know, and then afterward, 
you got to put on the promoter's cap uh, yeah. and just, you know, get out there. And, and so um, Facebook and Twitter are, are my two big platforms. Okay. Um, you know, just, um, you know, uploading pictures and updates. Um, so those are my primary two that I use. Right, right. You get on Instagram at all? No. Yeah, you might take a look at it. In the, and uh, trust me, I'm not a guy who wants to push any kind of social media because uh, about a year ago, I was on everything, you know, and I, I just got, I got rid of a lot of things because it got too much. But but um, for, for musicians connecting, I don't think there's a better platform or more robust platform than Instagram for um, for people like us who are songwriters okay. singers musicians produce i mean they're all over instagram that's you know the jam that i get yeah i um, appreciate that yeah i'll yeah. definitely jump on that yeah one. you might check it out i mean it'll probably help you connect with uh more like-minded artists hey tell me a little bit about um you playing live i know you were you had a band called uh, or maybe still do radio drive is that still what you um what you put yourself out as or is it or is yep. you're, you're doing just a solo thing how does it work for you well, it's funny you ask because I had a band called Radio Drive about you know, seven, eight years ago, and uh, we were doing quite well in the local Minneapolis club scene. Uh, but as most bands, they usually have a lifespan of about six months, and so we right, broke right. up. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and so I kept the name with every intention of, of reforming the band, but for several years it was just me with the band name Radio Drive. Right, and I thought, well, I'm just going to start releasing music under the band name Radio Drive. The musicians will will eventually catch up to me, you okay. know. So I'll get some momentum going first, and and so I released, I don't know, about three or four CDs, um, and then things started to really take off. And I got a band together. Um, we actually had a management company that was working on setting up a European tour and all kinds of stuff. Um, but as you well know, in this industry, things are very fragile and can change at a moment's notice. So uh, without going into a big, long story, um, you know, we the, the tour didn't happen and this and that. So um, the band eventually, you, we kind of went our own ways. We're still in touch. Um, but uh, so it's, it's back to just me now as Radio Drive. Right, right. So... <laughs> Well, the good part is that you are the author, so that yeah. help that helps in some regards that you you have the control to say, all right, we're going to do this. I'm going to go out and you know you can at least call up uh, a couple of players that you know and say, hey, I want to, I have a gig yeah. on this date, and it won't be too bad to get them to learn all the parts since you know all the parts. <laughs> yeah, you know, in- intimately, right? Yep, yep. And as a matter of fact, um, I'm. Uh, some big exciting news, if I might share. Yeah, please do, man. This is the place. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, I've connected with some folks over in Ireland uh, that are thrilled about my music. And the plans at this time are to release my music on vinyl over in Europe, which, to much to my surprise, is still super huge over in Europe. I guess vinyl never went away like it did here in America. I'm so, so happy to hear that because there's a yeah. lot of American artists that are pressing their work in vinyl here. So I'm always asking yeah. that question. And, and by the way, before I forget, you, you also, um, I'm starting to ask artists to please go to my Facebook page, Dharmic Evolution. We have a community page and put your stuff up there. I mean, because more and more people are getting on it that you can connect with. And the reason yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about this is... Um, I interviewed Brian Scheel, who's from Ireland, and he's a hell of a young producer. He's like the new Stuart Epps, and uh, what a great guy. So he's in one of my earlier episodes. So um, I just had that thought. So any of you folks out there who are artists who have been on here and you want to post your things on Dharmic Evolution, or if you're a listener and you like what's going on, by all means, stop by and... uh, Check it out, Dharmic Evolution Community page on Facebook. I'm going to have to go to England and seek out Stuart and Juliet, or at the very least, get him on Dharmic Evolution. Christina Custodi, and now Kevin Gullickson. We know how to stack the cool here at Dharmic Evolution. Right back to the interview after this message. Are you a singer, songwriter, artist, or author? Are you in need of a platform for your career? 
Well, the James O'Connor Agency is in the business of helping you broadcast your global career. If you are needing to expand your presence in a big way, such as having your music and your voice heard around the world, well, look no further. We have the platforms here to help you catapult your career like no one else can. Your artistry can be featured around the world on the FilmOn.com IPTV network. Here at the James O'Connor Agency, we can expand your global career by being a featured guest on Dharmic Evolution for singer-songwriters and everyone in the entertainment industry. Or the James O'Connor Show, designed for authors, speakers, and thought leaders. Both shows are international radio, TV shows, and podcasts. Go to the JamesO'ConnorAgency.com and find out what we can do for your global career right now. So, so what's the plan here, Kevin? You're going to end up going to Ireland. I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's exciting. It's, it's yeah, it's so man. How things happen. You know, you can try and try and try for years and nothing, and then all of a sudden, just out of the blue, something happens and it sparks and it evolves. So, um, the nice thing, um, they're going to be releasing my music on vinyl this summer. And following up with a press tour, like a two-week press tour, um, starting uh, in Ireland. I'll be playing in Cork, Ireland at the Real Film Festival, which is going to be exciting. Right. Um, they've got some more dates set up, uh, an appearance at Tower Records in Dublin. Um, and then London and Berlin, those dates in the formation right now. Um, so it's going to be like, like I say, kind of a two-week press tour. Um, you know, with the release of my music on vinyl uh, over in Ireland and the UK. So very excited about that. And lots yeah. more in the planning, uh, which is too early to divulge at the moment. But this guy that I'm working with, um, just a wealth of ideas. He's had an indie label for quite some time and uh, knows the ropes. You know, I think it's, it's just as exciting to go and realize that there is a Tower Records still standing over in Ireland. I mean, yeah. I would go just to see that. That's awesome, man. Uh, yeah. Because they've, they've all pretty much like gone to by the dust pan, you know, over here, they're all gone, you know, all the record companies, I mean, or record stores, there's hardly any anything less left. Um, you know, there's one, uh, where was I up in New Paltz, the Hudson Valley uh, last week, last Sunday, I was up there, and uh, there's one standing up there that has it's just all vinyl, the whole place, which was kind of yeah, cool. Awesome. I, I kind of love that, man. You go in and you pick up the vinyl, and you know, days gone by. Hey, hey, I think Kevin, it's time to play a taste of heaven. Here we go. This is the video for you folks who are tuned in. Check it out.
of heaven yes indeed nice video so what is the story what is a taste of heaven kevin for you you know um this song i wrote about my wife and my experience out in new york city i I moved there um you know before i was married i was in my mid-20s and uh shortly after i met my wife and we lived out there for about four years and it was just a beautiful time it was just so carefree I loved it. There was so much going on. The city is so vibrant, so many things to do. And I'd never written a song to capture that until A Taste of Heaven, which I wrote, boy, I think 2014, so about three, four years ago. Okay. I wrote that song. Um, Then kind of a long story, I connected with a producer out in L.A., um, Chris Garcia, and he's worked with some major artists, um, um, Adele, Katy Perry, uh, Celine Dion, just to name a few. Wow, look at you uh, hanging with the big guns, man. I love this. Yeah, you don't yeah. mess around. Like, you know, come on, man. Let's get real, <laughs> huh? Oh, awesome, man. It was, yeah, it was so cool. So I flew out to, I, um, you know, recorded the parts at home, and I sent them to Chris. And, of course, he redid it with his professionals. He had the guitar player who plays with Alanis Morissette, a session drummer, and he did some stuff himself. They kept some of my tracks interwoven. So I flew out to L.A. at a studio. Um, Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders was just there the week before laying down some tracks. So, you know, I was in good company. So yeah, I, um, right. I uh, did the vocal tracks over a couple of days. Um, he put it all together. Um, final mix and mastering um, was done by Gene Paul at G&J Audio. Okay. And um, so the, the song has just taken off. I mean, this song has just been... Um, winning awards and nominations, uh, the Hollywood Music Awards, for example, Academia Awards, um, and just getting tons of radio play, rave reviews around the world. So this is the song that really launched my career. Right. Congratulations. That's really awesome. And, you know, it's a testament to your hard work. I mean, you don't sit around waiting for the phone to ring. You know, you're out there hustling. I mean, you're you're doing your creative end. You're getting great producers to work with and uh, creating all this interest in your music. And then you're doing the, uh, you know, putting the shoe leather on the, on the pavement and going out and making sure that people know that you're, you're there. And yeah, uh, that, that's really awesome. So, you know, people take note if that's, that's the path to success. It's hard work, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a line from a, a movie. I can't remember which one it was. Um, Brandon Frazier and a few other guys, they had a band and they thought that the success was going to come to them. Right. And one of the guys says, um, no, that's not how it works. You have to make it happen. Yeah. So that's always resonated with me. It's like, you got to make it happen. You, you create the momentum. There does come a point when that momentum is going that it does become self-sustaining. You get people coming on board, helping out, you know, connecting with 
uh, folks at indie stations who are playing your music and promoting. So, you know, it kind of uh, continues. But you've always got to be there pushing it along, um, you know. And, and I've worked with some promotion companies along the way, hired some folks to help out. So that's that's been big. That's really been helpful. Um, but just thank you to all the people on the indie stations playing the music. Um, I'm just so thankful and grateful and all the wonderful reviews and articles and interviews throughout the, the time. And, and to you too, James, I want to thank you for, for your support. This has just been amazing. It's hey, been brother, no, that, this is what we're here for. You know, we're here for the <laughs> indie artists. Hey, let, let me ask you about, have you ever had any experience with a publicist? Have you ever done that route before? Um, I did. I did. And I'm sorry to say it was a bad experience. Okay. Can <laughs> so, you share in what way? Um, just because some people go that route and some have yeah. never gone that way. And I, I don't have any experience with that at all. But um, I just thought for the purposes of people getting a little education on it, can you share a no, point or two of what it was absolutely. like? Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Yeah. And I don't mind sharing my mistakes because, boy, if I can prevent somebody else from making the same mistake, um, first and foremost, make sure you get a contract, get something in writing. So there's an understanding. Um, cause I didn't, uh, this publicist was supposed to do all, all kinds of stuff. Right. They listed out in an email. Um, but there was never any protection for me. Like what if they didn't perform? Right. There was never any accountability. They never showed me like, here's what I did this week. Here's what I did that week. Here's the results. Yeah. You know, it was just their word. Um, so unfortunately that wasn't a very good experience. What they ended up doing was just buying interviews from people. Cause you can hire services to buy reviews and stuff. Right. Um, so that's what they did. I, I kind of did my own research and found out. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I'm sorry to say I, you know, it was a bad experience, but I learned, I mean, that's what it's all about. You learn, you know, you just go all the better. So I have not hired a publicist since then, but I've just kind of done my own legwork. Right. Um, you know, just contacting people uh, through the internet, doing searches or on um, Twitter, you know, Facebook, you know, working with real legitimate um, magazines and stuff. So I've kind of been doing that myself. Yeah. Um, also through music communities, I've had phenomenal success through Reverb Nation. Okay. And uh, Music X-Ray, connecting with real and legitimate magazines and having some fantastic success with that. Yeah. And there's, there's so much you can do on your own today, you know, and yeah. that's a, not a, in any way meant to be a knock on publicists because I'm sure exactly. there are many, many, you know, it's almost like saying, well, I can produce my own stuff, but then there's Stuart Epps in the world. And there's a reason yeah. why we go to the professionals who, who truly are professionals, not to say, yeah. You know, there's a lot of sharks out there in every industry, whether it be in law or in management or on and on and on. Um, yeah. So there's good and bad of everything. So so point well taken. Thanks for sharing that and being so transparent. Uh, folks, yeah. always get a contract. Get somebody to help you. Call somebody up uh, who has been through this and, and get their take on it, you know, figure it out. Hey, tell me what you're, as we're wrapping up here, what are you most excited about? about besides the Ireland trip. I think that's really cool, but you know, coming up on the next quarter and the next uh, half a year, what are you looking forward to mostly for your career, Kevin? Oh yeah. That's a, that's a big, big answer. There's so much. Um, that's good news, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got a bunch of songs in the works that I want to get finished. I want to, uh, Chris Garcia and myself were in negotiations for getting some more music out there because I think, um, you know, Chris did a great job with the taste of heaven really captured that essence. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, also Stuart Epps, you know, working with him. So working with a couple of amazing producers, I've got that in motion. Um, you know, and of course, um, crown records releasing my music on vinyl. Um, you know, the tour coming up there, there's talk and plans of some really big stuff happening. Um, later this fall, in addition to the uh, two-week promo tour in Ireland and, and the UK, um, 2018, some big plans rolling out. So um, I've got my band on standby. <laughs> Great. Uh, for some Radio big things drive. to happen. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I've got a lot of songs ready to roll and working, you know, getting some more music recorded and released. 
Great. You know what I'm looking forward to is seeing that platinum album, not a CD. You don't go into some record company's office and see a CD on the wall. They don't do that. They, it's a big platinum record, you know? So yeah. now that you're going to Ireland, you know, we will see that come to fruition. Hey, Kevin, listen, yeah. I want to thank, thank you, you so much for being part of the Dharmic Evolution. Before we say goodbye, can you give us uh, your website. We'll put all the social links on the on the show notes for everybody. But yeah. to to purchase your music, support you, and cheer you on in this in this adventure called life and music. Where do we go to support Kevin Gullickson? Yes, thank you. Uh, Radio Drive dot com is my website, and Twitter is Radio Drive Music, and Facebook just simply Radio Drive. Awesome! You made it simple and easy for everybody. Hey, brother, thank you so much. This was really awesome for you to share your time and your stories and your adventures on the Dharmic Evolution today. So just in parting, I want to say good luck, God bless you, and uh, the best of everything for you, Kevin Gullickson. Thank you, James. I'm so thrilled to, to get to connect with you and be on the show. I'm truly honored. Thank you, James. All right, brother. I'll be in touch. I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace, and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, TV star and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, JamesKevinO'Connor.com, Geography of the Soul, a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Footsteps. Humanity. A taste of heaven. The driving force behind Radio Drive, it's Kevin Gullickson. Sharing his music and some great stories about his unique journey, you can check out Kevin on the Dharmic Evolution website, now being downloaded and listened to in countries all around the world. And we're really starting to crank things up because just now we hit 66 countries. Yeah, give that man a cigar. I think I'll take one now that spring has arrived. Hey, you should head over to Dharmic Evolution Facebook community. If you have not done so, what are you waiting for? If you haven't been there, you got to post there. You should be. Lots of artists around the world are starting to post musical content on there. And uh, we welcome you guys to do the same thing. I mean, you know, it's there for you. Put up your content and uh, let the world see it. Share it. It's all happening via the James O'Connor Agency, an international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career. The agency website's up and running now. Uh, no matter where you are in your career, we have packages to enhance and broadcast your global career today. So stop by and visit us. You know, check out all the awesome packages that we designed and developed for your career. Check them out. There's something there for you. Hey, do you need funding for your next album project? Well, go over to the jamesoconneragency.com. Find out what we do for singer-songwriters, musical artists, as well as authors, speakers, and thought leaders. You can also visit dharmicevolution.com. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on this show, you are now on the site. Kevin is now on the site, and people from around the world are logging in to see and hear all about Kevin and his music So, and his life, of course. So check it out. Hey, that's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or see you on TV. You like my humor, my passion and intellect Positive social grace and confidence I communicate like a five-star general with grand command 